You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi everyone, this is Anne-Marie Cross, money, marketing and mindset business coach and the host of the Coaches Connection podcast. Now, if you've got a coaching business or a practice and you want to take that business to the next level, this podcast is for you. Now, it doesn't matter if you've just started your business or you've been in business for a while. This podcast, I'm going to be sharing lots of tips and strategies to help you take your business to the next level so that you can build the business of your dreams doing what you love. On to Today's show, I'm answering a question about visual, visual, residual income, what it is and how you can create residual income. One of our community members reached out and said, is that possible for me in my coaching practice? It certainly is. And uh, I want to share some steps on what you can do to start generating some residual income for your business. Now, one of our amazing uh, community members has reached out and asked the question, how do I find my ideal That is such a great question, so I'll spend some time today answering that. And of course, I will finish the show with an inspirational quote to inspire and empower you for the rest of the week, as I always do. Now, if this is the first time that you are here and you have not yet subscribed to our iTunes channel, go ahead and do that because I want to make sure that you get all of the upcoming shows and you don't miss out on any of the information, tips and strategies that I share. And while you're over there, why not uh, give a score to our show? Why don't you rate it and also leave a comment? What's what's something that you enjoy about the show? And please share it with uh, other ambitious entrepreneurs, other budding business coaches or someone who's in a coaching practice. It's always great to be able to... um, to uh, to reach out to other people who are passionate about growing their business. Let's move on to today's topic. How can you create residual income in your coaching business? Let's have a look at what residual income is so that we're all on the same page. Now, if you haven't heard the term residual income before, maybe you've heard about the term passive income. And passive income is is the same as residual income, but it really is income, which is money coming into your business without you having to put in excessive amounts of time to generate that income or maintain that income. So this can include things like products, such as ebooks, it could be even a physical book, or maybe even a CD or DVDs or audios, videos, home study programs. You can get the general idea. Each of these things can be purchased, it can be delivered. And your client can then go ahead and consume that information. They can learn from it. They can listen to it. They can watch it without you having to be there to deliver that content or actually speak it. Like if it's an audio that you're not actually there on the phone or via Skype speaking to them. So you don't have to put your direct input into that because it's already created. You've created it once and you're reselling it again and again and again. And that is when you can create residual income. 
Now, if we compare that to what you're probably doing in your business, and it's, I'd imagine it's taking up a lot of your time. It's when you're working with clients through programs, through VIP days. And if you're a regular listener to the show, you will have heard me say, I hope you're not charging by the hour, uh, because that is a one great way to, uh, to not get paid what you're worth and you'll want to go back and listen to other shows. But really, your coaching programs and your coaching services or your consulting services really do require you to be there working with your clients in the delivery of that program, unlike a product, an ebook, or a home study program, which you create once and then you can deliver and, and send out to your clients as they purchase that again and again and again. And you don't have to be physically involved to do that. There are a lot of other benefits of having um, products and programs like this. And I'll just touch on these because uh, if this is sort of an area that you're only just starting to get into, um, I'll share this with you so you can see that there's other ways that you can leverage it. Now, say, for instance, someone's only just heard about you. You might have attended a networking event or they may just be reading an article on your website and they may not yet be ready to step into one of your higher programs to really speak and work with you one-to-one. However, it may be a great opportunity for them to get to know you, get to trust you, and get to like you and and the services and and the expertise that you're sharing with them by investing in one of these lower-end products and programs. And why I say lower-end is because generally when you compare them to your coaching or consulting programs, you know, your services and, and how you're charging for them, these products and home study programs are comparably less than what you would be charging if someone were to see you uh, one-to-one, if they were you know, a VIP type of a client, which means that someone who's only just got to know you and may not recognize yet how brilliant you are, uh, for them to invest in a lower-end product is far easier for them to get to a yes. Uh, and then in comparison to hiring you with one of your hiring programs. So it's a great first introductory to them working with you. One thing that I do want to stress is that this should, if you're wanting to do this, this should be just one element, one part of your business. Do not put the rest of your business on hold and marketing to get clients, you know, in VIP days and your higher end coaching programs. Don't put that on hold and just concentrate on these, you know, these kind of products and things like that. Because um, whilst these are a great way to generate residual income, they are not going to get you the big, 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 big clients immediately. So don't get stuck concentrating on this only. Because that's sometimes what I see when I'm talking to someone and they really want to take their business to six figures or more. When I have a look at what they're doing, we do a bit of an audit about where they're putting their time and how, and how they're looking at their business model and their profit model and where they're trying to generate income, they're spending so much of their time and their energy trying to create and launch these lower-end products. Whereas if they spent a lot more time or more of their time in launching and developing their reputation around some of their higher-end programs and some of their VIP programs and VIP days and so forth, then you generate a lot more income in that area and then the rest of the products and so forth just will continue to flow. So just be mindful of that. So what do you do first to enable you to start to look at some different ideas for products and so forth? Now, the first step that you need to do is really research 
your market. Because you don't want to spend hours and hours creating a product or a CD or whatever it might be, only to have it not sell. So you do want to spend time in identifying whether or not your ideal client would be interested in having this product or investing in this particular product. So these are the kind of things, these are the questions that you'll need to consider. Firstly, how well do you know and understand your ideal client and the issues and the challenges that he or she is struggling with? Does your client know that they have this problem? Because if you have to spend time in convincing your ideal client that they have a problem, and that they should be investing in you or your product to help them get over this problem. If they don't even see that and realize that, you're going to um, have to spend a lot of time and energy in trying to convince them. And often, more often than not, you'll just end up exhausting yourself. And that is not your ideal client. If your ideal client does not know that he or she has a problem and they're not looking to, to solve that problem, and they certainly don't have a reputation for investing, in themselves to overcome that problem, then I I, um, challenge you to start looking for another client because they're not your ideal client. Your ideal client should not only be aware that they have an issue, but they should be looking actively, proactively for support to help them move through this and they have a reputation for investing in themselves. Now, if you've asked those questions and it's all yes, Fantastic. Then what you need to do is to um, do a little bit of market research. Now, social media is a fantastic way. Your community that you are building on various social media platforms are a great resource. Spend some time developing some questions so that you can identify what it is that they have a need most, you know, more often than not in a particular area. Because that's where you want to concentrate and focus the creation of the particular product. I would often say that the time that you spend in the research phase is so very important. Dedicate time to that. Don't try and rush through that because, again, you can spend hours creating something and it can just sit on your virtual shelf. It can just sit on your website and no one's really interested in uh, investing in that. So be mindful of that. So once you've done the research and you've got exactly a clear idea of um, what your ideal client's looking for, you know that they're going to invest in it and uh, that there's a market out there for you, you then get into the second stage, which is the creation stage. But one of the things that I'd encourage you to do is rather than reinvent the wheel and starting everything from scratch, why not go back to some of the things that you may have already created, such as webinars, tally seminars, tally summits, articles that you've written, all of these different things that you have previously created can be repurposed and developed and created into this new product. So don't start from scratch. There may be certainly some new elements, some new templates and things like that that you want to create and include in this new product. But uh, rather than starting everything from scratch, I really encourage you to go back and have a look at what you've already created. Because so often we love getting into the creation mode, but uh, we want to get this product out there on your virtual shelf and selling straight away. So look at repurposing what you've already done. 
Now, you can find out more about each of these steps on an article that I've written, and I'll put a link directly to this article on the show notes. So make sure you go and have a look for um, Coaches Connection Podcast, episode 16, and you'll be able to find that. So once you've created that and you've put it together, you need to then think, okay, what am I going to do? Am I going to do an audio Am I going to create a video? Maybe you've already got a couple of videos that you have created already and you're going to get them transcribed. You might decide to um, have some worksheets or some other templates or something else, some additional bonuses. And when you package that up, that makes for a really great program. I remember a number of uh, years ago, I did a webinar uh, called Practical Pricing Strategies because a number of my community members were getting really stuck with pricing their products and then going out and selling them. And what I did was I went back and I had a look at that webinar. I did um, sort of some one-on-one coaching with someone, got her permission to be able to coach her through that. And that was part of the interview. Got that transcribed. I also repurposed some previous um, articles that I'd written and developed some templates, some scripts as well. And I think there was a couple of other bonuses in there as well. And so what I did with those particular pieces of content was develop my program, which now is the Get Paid What You're Worth, Practical Pricing Strategies to Make Selling Easy. And uh, that's a home study program. You know, one of my clients was able to double her income by implementing the strategies within that particular um, product that I share. So you can see I didn't need to start from scratch. I just repurposed content that I'd already created. So my coach's uh, request for you is to look at what you've already created and see how you can package those together and create a product that you can continue to sell over and over again and uh, generate residual income for your business. So there is one last step. Once you've created it and it's all ready to go, what do you need to do? You need to promote it. So this is really important. So if you think that, uh, you know, you are going to upload that to your website and your product would fly off the virtual shelves, sorry to burst your bubble, but uh, that's not really true. I mean, you can have a hot product and one that many, many people need, but you still need to go out there and share information about that. And uh, marketing of your products and your programs is just a fact of life for your business. So just a couple of things to get you started. What you might want to do is leading up to your launch, your product launch, why not announce a watch this space segment in a regular newsletter if you're doing that. And what will happen is that everybody on your newsletter um, we'll hear about it. And it's like creating this curiosity and interest in what is, you know, what's she doing? Um, I'm really interested in finding out more. So that's a, a great kind of watch this space strategy. You might also develop a once only launch price for your product. And, you know, people who are on your list already and you know, who are a special part of your community, they can be the first to get their hands on your product at a very special once only off price. Now I'm not talking about a discount. I do not believe in discounting and you know that discounting is the D word which we don't really speak about. So don't want you to discount it. It's a special once off price. It's your launch price. And you can say quite honestly in your newsletter or however you're promoting it that this price will never be repeated because it's a special one time only offer. 
Um, something else that you can do is to start to seed, S-E-E-D, your product in your articles. But remember that you don't want to be salesy, buy my product now kind of thing. But what you do want to do is to just very gently seed, put information in there, drop hints about it, something that creates curiosity. And what happens in it, it creates a desire in the person who's reading your article to want to invest in your product. So uh, please don't be salesy. Don't put on your um, used car salesman hat. Not that you have one, hopefully, but you know what I mean. And uh, you don't want to become like one of those people and, um, you know, that pushy salespeople. You don't want to do that at all. So, okay. So those were the three steps. And again, it's just keep it simple. Start off small. Don't spend hours and hours and weeks and months developing something. Trial it out. Maybe do something really small, an audio, a workbook, a bonus, some templates, some scripts, and there you go. It shouldn't take you long to create when you start to repurpose other material. So if you want to find out a little bit of information, I've got a script about how you might want to put a call to action at the end of your article. You can go to the website, which again, the, um, the link will be in the show notes. Hope that was helpful for you. Why don't reach out? Let me know. What product are you creating? What idea have you had? What aha have you had? And what are you going to implement moving forward? Maybe you've already got some programs or products that you've developed and they're going really well. Share your success. I want to hear from you. Let's move on to today's question. So today's question is often asked. I've had so many people reach out to me over the last couple of months who've asked this question, how do I find my ideal client? I feel like I am unknown and what are some of the strategies that I should do? Now, I have had in a previous show, which was Coach's Connection, episode eight, And it was titled Zero Visibility, Three Key Tips to Get You Visible in the Marketplace. So you want to go back and listen to that show. And again, I'll put a link to that show in our show notes so that you can click through and listen to that. But really what you need to do to get visible is firstly, identify where are your ideal clients hanging out? For instance, I know a lot of you now are starting to implement social media into your marketing strategies, which is fantastic. But have you actually taken the time to think and identify whether your ideal client is actually hanging out on those particular platforms. For instance, if your ideal client are, as a coach, are executives and you are targeting corporations, then hanging out on Facebook is probably not really the best opportunity for you. But LinkedIn certainly would be because as we know, there are a lot of people who are on LinkedIn who are white collar, who are executives, who are professionals and particularly corporations with their company pages on LinkedIn as well. So LinkedIn would be the best place to be networking and getting your message out to your ideal client. Similarly, if you are someone who has a product or a service that is very visual, such as a photographer, or you might be a graphic designer who creates incredibly stunning brand images and logos and things like that for your clients, then it really might be wise for you to have Instagram or Pinterest as one of your you know, strategies in, in 
promoting your business because you can take great snapshots of your designs and how you've helped your clients bring their message to life in in the visual elements of their business through your designs and through sharing that on on Instagram or or, uh, Pinterest is a great way that people can actually see these designs. Or maybe your uh, ideal client um, mompreneurs. And we know that there are a lot of mompreneurs who are networking on Facebook. So Facebook might be a, a you know really important strategy that you implement in your business. So you can see as just those very basic examples, you need to put thought into where is my idea client? Where are they hanging out? Where are they congregating? So that you can then develop your strategy and show up on those particular tools if you're looking at social media or or if you're talking about face-to-face networking. There's no point in going to a networking group if your ideal client is not uh, participating and won't be there. So know where your ideal client is and make sure that you're there. Secondly, you need to ensure that what you're saying is connecting with them. And quite often as coaches, especially if we've taken ongoing professional development and we've got some incredible modalities that we use, such as NLP or tapping or kinesiology or whatever it may be that's your specialty, please don't use those modalities as how you market themselves or talking about those modalities because it's just going to go straight over the heads of your ideal client. Instead, speak to where their issue is. Speak about how you can support them in overcoming that. And also, and this is so important, speak about the result and the outcome that they can achieve through investing, through working with you. That is so very important because otherwise what will happen is your ideal client is not going to even realize that you are the person that he or she should invest with because you have got the, the, the program, you have got the right coaching solution and support to help them step through that particular issue that they're struggling with in their life or in their business or whatever it is that you're a specialist in. So secondly, make sure that you understand what are the words that your ideal client is, is, is speaking, what's going to connect with them and ensure that you incorporate those into your marketing strategy and into your content. And thirdly, also think about what method that you are going to get um, your message out there into the hands of your ideal client. For instance, does your client enjoy reading more? Is their preferential communication, how they absorb and take in information, is it visual? Because if it is, then yeah, definitely. Articles is going to be great. Pictures are going to be great because they love to to read and see things. But you know what? Maybe your ideal client loves to listen to podcasts. I mean, I love listening to podcasts and I've um, always got uh, new podcasts that I'm listening to all the time and I've got them on my iPhone that automatically downloads. 
and I listen to them if I'm on the train, if I'm traveling, even if I'm just sitting in my office, uh, I'm able to have that playing in the background. I love audio more so than than video because uh, with audio, I can have that playing in the background, whereas, of course, with video, I need to kind of stop what I'm, I'm doing. But why I'm mentioning this is think about what's the best way for me to get my information out and then identify uh, what your ideal client prefers and maybe what you want to do is incorporate a number of different ways that you're going to communicate that message but again just choose one thing get really good at that and then start to introduce other ways as well i don't want you to get overwhelmed so that you think oh i need to do articles and i need to do a podcast and i need to do videos not at all just do one thing get that up and running so that it's um, streamlined and uh, you know exactly what you're doing and then look at adding other things that's going to be really helpful for you. So when you have done those three things, that is how you are going to get your message in front of your ideal client. They're going to know about you, learn about you. You're going to get on their wavelengths. And through continuing to nurture that relationship, you then will become known as a specialist in your field. And then, of course, uh, when they're ready to move forward, you'll be the person that they reach out to. Anyway, those are the, the, the minimum things that you should be doing. So I really encourage you to revisit what you're already doing and ensure that those three things are definitely uh, as part of your strategy. Let me know how you go. Again, a comment, leave, um, you know, leave me ahas in the comment section. It's always good to learn and hear what it is that you're going to implement as well. And remember, this information is only information and it's not going to help you if you don't implement it. So put a time in your diary today, right now, when you commit to being able to, to create and launch some of this marketing material so that you can start to really get your message out in front of your ideal client so they can find out just how wonderful you are as well. Okay, today's inspirational tip is what's one thing that you dream about for your business? Are you taking daily action or are you only thinking about it? I hope that you are taking daily action. If you haven't been, why don't you commit to yourself from this point forward that every single day you will do at least one activity, one task that's going to get you closer to your dreams, your goals, your objectives for building a successful business, doing what you love and helping others. So that brings us to the end of another show. Again, if this is the first time that you have listened, please subscribe so that you don't miss out on others. Reach out to me. This is show number 16. So make sure that you go to the website, have a look at the show notes because there's lots of other resources that I'll be sharing on that as well. And uh, until next time, have a fantastic week. This is Anne-Marie. Bye for now.